everybody, I'm Maya, I'm Melissa, and I'm Olivia, and we're here to take you back to your, your twilight You guys go so slow. I wait for you to start. It's like you're like waiting each other out, and then it just gets longer and longer. I'm trying to go at the same time. Let's, let's try again. Let's try again. Look me in my computer blue, eyes. I don't know if that okay. bloop was gonna... Your twilight. You didn't go. <laughs> I thought we were gonna totally start over. No, I'm just trying to do twilight face. Damn it. Well, you can't just like your start twilight well, they'll just hear face. This. They'll your, just, your twilight face. Melissa and I got it. That, that was great. You guys killed it. Thank we'll you. add me in next time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome listeners to our Midnight Sun mini-sode. We were like Look, obviously we want to talk about those chapters in New Moon, but yeah, like Melissa had a migraine one night, and then <laughs> Melissa had freelance work to do the next night, and like, now Melissa it's Sunday morning. Melissa's <laughs> <And, like>, the worst. <laughs> look, we just can't Melissa. do an hour-long episode on a Sunday morning. It's not going to happen. So. We weren't going to like record without Melissa, so... Thanks, guys. Um, Thank you. So we're here to like chat about some stuff. We hope you're up for it. Well, we've been looking forward to this anyway, so this is good timing, actually. Wait, what makes this Midnight Sun mini so different than our previously breaking news Midnight Sun mini sodes? Because I reached out on a bunch of different forums and stuff to ask people what they're most excited about for Midnight Sun, and got all those responses. Shit, and we're going to talk about that. Yes. We didn't have time to get into because we just had like news to break. Yeah. But now we can just like chat about stuff. And I think we have some responses from our listeners that we also want to share. Yeah. I know we got fan mail. We do have some fan mail. Um, have I read Kristen's fan mail yet? Subject I line, so. I accidentally. I, mean, I know that you've read it to us personally. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've read read it on the pod. (laughs) So, Kristen, she accidentally stumbled into the Twilight Renaissance. She says, "Uh, thank you for taking the plunge and creating this delightful podcast 10 plus years after the craze. I happened to rediscover the fandom the same week the Midnight Sun announcement dropped. Look at your timing, Kristen. I was, of course, obsessed with Twilight in my teen years when all the books were coming out. I put all the flair in my Facebook page and read <gasps> way too much fan fiction. Uh, that really takes us back. Uh, skipping ahead, she reread all the books and after finishing her reread, looked up Twilight podcast scene and binged all of our episodes in about 48 hours. Holy wow. shit. Wow. I can't Kristen. believe you listened to our voices for that long. I would never do that well Kristen has great taste so she did it (laughs) (laughs) I love your balance of criticism and enjoyment that reflects my own complicated feelings about sparkly vampires I'm excited to reread New Moon and more please along with you Kristen there will definitely be more thank you so much for writing in this email was really delightful delightful I fucking love hearing these things oh they're so fun we're so glad you're back tell all your friends that they should also join the renaissance we heard from our friend Bridget again. Bridget, Bridget! Says, New Moon is the breakup trauma we all suffered. That's the subject <laughs> line. <laughs> 
which is true because it's like, very true you know books when you're a teenager are a safe way to experience and deal with some like pretty scary and intense emotions for the first time and like we all went through the breakup trauma we all healed with Bella yeah I definitely had not been in any kind of romantic relationship at that point in my like what 14 year old life (laughs) and experience this breakup is probably the worst thing to ever happen to me so I'm glad yeah (laughs) that's probably good (laughs) I had a very cushy teenage life it's fine (laughs) I remember one time at camp we had to do like best day worst day which you should never do like now as counselors we know that's a terrible activity like you're going around and like you know most people are like oh my worst day um my dog was hit by a car but she was fine and then like (laughs) you get to like the one person who's like oh yeah um I came home and found out my dad was dead it's like don't do this activity no (laughs) people have different experiences don't do this i love that we do best sentence worst sentence though oh yeah i mean it's great for us (laughs) (laughs) anyway bridget says huge wall at s meyer maya you had a story what was the worst why did you bring up the worst day best oh just like in relation to melissa saying she had no worst her worst day was reading new moon yeah, Melissa's oh, okay, worst day it. was reading New Moon, and yet <laughs> some children have actual trauma. I would like to point out that <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I do go to therapy for many things I experienced throughout my growing up life, but yes, Melissa's like, I'm tragedy. still oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> one, fuck you. Two, I have some hardship. Three, New Moon was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway continue <laughs> okay Bridget says huge lol at S. Meyer not understanding how cameras or airports work to such an extent it removes you from the moment because accurate I'm so honored to have my Instagram lightly stalked you guys are awesome Bridget, we're really yeah. glad that you don't mind us lightly stalking your Instagram heavily stalking heavily stalking it but also, that's our point. Like, we don't make fun of Stephanie Meyer for, like, no reason. We make fun of her <laughs> because it removes you from the experience of reading her otherwise great book. It's like, why did you force me to think about how Charlie sat on this camera? Like, I had to stop <laughs> reading and then think in my head for a minute about whether I think the camera would have broken. Like, like visualize this man's <laughs> butt rolling over the camera. <laughs> I can't wait to see what we get in Midnight Sun. Speaking of, like, what new? Oh, uh, it's gonna be so good. What new so good. Will Stephanie not understand that will take us out of the story? I mean, I'm I, so excited. There's, there's probably gonna be at least a couple. So many. Okay, and then we got the longest. <laughs> Hold on. Pause. 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 What? Pause. What? <laughs> Listeners. We're back. Uh, we had to cut away because there was a cockroach in <laughs> Melissa's house, and then we all had to compare our cockroach stories. It was dead. Welcome to New York. You know, this is just our lives. It's fine. Welcome yeah. to New York. It's been also, for you. I think that, you know, we just don't get our exterminators around currently as much because, you know, there's a pandemic. Yeah. So, Ours whatever. Come in three months, so, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, anyway, I mean, back to our great listener emails. Yes. 
So this one is our longest ever, which just like really I find perfectly delightful. Um, it's from Josh. Josh, thank you Josh. so much for writing in. Because it's so long, I'm going to skip ahead to your points. Well, first, Josh tells us his story of how he came to Twilight. He was, like, hanging out with an ex-girlfriend, and she was really into Twilight. Um, and they were watching the movies, and he was like, this sucks. And later, <laughs> he read The Chemist and saw that it was by Stephanie Meyer and was like, oh, that can't be the same woman who wrote the book based on that terrible movie, but then decided okay, to read Twilight anyway. loved The Chemist. Which, oh, which and great. loved The Chemist. I've never read, read, the I read it. Same. Wow. Like, we'll add it to know. the docket. We'll add it to our thing. Yeah, okay. Josh, um, tell us your favorite thing about The Chemist. Why should we read The Chemist? Yeah, yeah Josh, right back I'm in. I'm extremely skeptical. Okay, so to his points. Point number one. I love your podcast. Thank Aww. you, Josh. I've listened to multiple other Twilight podcasts, and there's one other I enjoyed but finished it two years ago and was very glad to discover your podcast. I'm very happy every time a new episode comes up. I think you're a little hard on the material at times, but I do know if you didn't care about it, you never would have started the podcast to begin with. (laughs) And, you know, that's that's true. We are hard on it, and we do care. Also, you know, Maya and I are editors, and as I explained to everybody who asks me about, like, how to get into publishing and stuff uh the point of being an editor the job description of being an editor is having really strong opinions about other people's work yeah. that's all we do we just have opinions about other people we have opinions <laughs> so we and we write them down yeah <laughs> um production has opinions that we just keep to ourselves or well, we suggest pro- them very gently yeah very gently. <laughs> production like- is like on page mm, are you 57. Sure this <laughs> like, uh, uh, what is, is this what you meant here? Or, <laughs> no, it is? Okay, just, just checking. <laughs> and then it's our job to be like, yes, it is what I meant. <laughs> Leave it alone. Oh, it's like, we are editors and we like make edits and authors are like, where is this coming from and then the production editor makes queries and we look at those and we're like where is this coming from (laughs) (laughs) okay back to josh yeah okay uh point number two for me this has been the book i've listened to the most and when one of you said you skipped the middle i was right there with you in fact i pretty much always start right when she is walking in the house after seeing carlisle's car um skipping ahead I could say much more on the book, the series, and other episodes you have done. I love you guys and really appreciate the time you have put into the podcast. I read that weird. I don't know why. I have over 500 podcasts bookmarked, and there are probably only six to eight that I'm genuinely excited about new episodes of, and yours is towards the top. Oh, thank <laughs> you, Josh. And I, like, don't that. believe him. Well, oh, I believe Why him. would Josh lie to us? I, yeah. I think all of our listeners are lying to us when they say nice things, so. Yeah, so when Melissa says that she's had traumas in her life, uh, <laughs> believe her. Because <laughs> she thinks that you're lying to her. I think no all of them are lying to us for reasons <laughs> unknown to me. No, they're not. They're just being nice. <laughs> Sometimes people are nice. So thank you, Josh. Anyway, Josh says, please keep going to the bitter end. Josh, hashtag Renesmee. We're in it to win it. 
then I wrote back to Josh and was like, thank you for this lovely email. Also, listeners, I try to always write back, even if I'm not very quick about it. So write in and I will certainly write back to you. Um, and then, so then Josh responded to my response and was just like, you know, your episodes really make me smile. Uh, and I hope you do the movies. Josh, we probably will do the movies. We should do, yes. figure out how to do the movies. A hundred percent. Yes. I used to listen to um, my favorite podcasters do like live commentary of the Harry Potter movies. And I don't know how they did it, but maybe we'll figure it out. We, that seems really complicated. I mean, they did we'll it in it like out. 2006, so we can probably do it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it time? Olivia, you had something next, right? Sure. Um, I also wanted to share just um, a response that we got on our Tumblr from Butterflied for Life, who wanted to bring up, this is something that we could kind of talk about. Um, so we've talked several times about whether Bella wants to be a vampire, if not, if it weren't for Edward. And we're kind of split. We talked about it last episode. Um, and Butterflied for Life says, Bella does have some desire to be a vampire outside of Edward. She doesn't have much natural fear of their dangerous characteristics and thinks they're, like, cool, for lack of a better word. The strength, the speed, the beauty, the smell, the extra powers, etc. It's kind of like wanting to be a celebrity for her. Sure, there's downsides, but you're totally awesome, so who cares? I don't think this means she would be dead set on becoming a vampire without Edward, but it's not a situation where she thinks, I'll do anything, even this horrible thing that I hate to be with you. My impression is that she's farther on the vampires are awesome side of the horrible awesome scale than a normal person, which Edward constantly picks up on. Um, So I think this is true. I spoke last episode about how I probably wouldn't want to be a vampire, I think. And that I think Bella should want to be a vampire outside of Edward because she's like that. She thinks that it's cool and seems to have no qualms about leaving behind her entire human life. I don't know why, but I keep equating this to, like, moving where, you know, like, hey, maybe I met someone and they really want to move to Colorado. And, like, okay, yeah, generally, otherwise, I'm not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to want to move to Colorado outside of my relationship with you. But, like, yeah, it's something that I will do because I love you and it's ultimately not that affecting of me. (laughs) You'll be perfectly happy in Colorado. And I'll be perfectly happy in Colorado. That's how I equate the vampirism to Bella. (laughs) I I could learn to love Colorado. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I get that because it has the aspect of leaving your entire life behind, but obviously becoming a vampire is the most extreme version of moving to Colorado. (laughs) But like, also I think Bella is equating it the same as to like moving to Colorado. (laughs) I want to make this the episode title. (laughs) (laughs) Is that because of Bella's personality or is it because she's 18 years old and doesn't understand? Oh, I'm sure both. (laughs) 100% it's both. I think that is a really good reading. And I want to point out, um, just to support the reading, that Bella never like feels like the weirdness around being around vampires that other people seem to feel right she's like oh yeah they like naturally put other people on edge not me though right and she'll be like like whenever edward tells her horrible things about himself in twilight she's just like me how does that make you feel 
Like, <laughs> right. She's pretty nonchalant about like, the whole actually, vampires. It's really heroic that you only eat animals. And he's like, I exactly hunt down animals in the woods and drain them of blood. And she's like, Yeah, but like, <laughs> I know she's like, Why do you choose to do that? Yeah, like she's you could pretty... just be killing people. That's your yeah. natural state. And he's like, What the fuck is wrong with it? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile i'm over here like yeah but you'd never sleep again how could i give this up i don't think i can do it can we also record i don't know like tiktoks of us (laughs) as edward and bella just their conversations but a little more direct i mean we have a friend who's desperate for us to get a podcast tiktok so she'd probably help us is that shelly is that yeah our friend shelly desperately (laughs) wants us to have a tiktok cool 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 uh thank you for writing in was it butterfly something butterflied for life butterfly for for life we appreciate you so i posted in a bunch of places online what are you most looking forward to for midnight selling so the time has come for us to discuss what the people are looking forward to for midnight sun i'm gonna start with our twitter responses Jasper telling Edward that he lost Bella at the airport. I assume Edward's <laughs> reaction is just this gif. And then it's Mr. Mosby saying, how do you lose a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that in multiple places. A lot of people are excited about that. Um, who is it from on our... Oh, it's from Tash Stands Rose Tyler, which is at Fitzsimmons underscore FTW on um, it's the Twitter. so true. Like... Also, the fact that, like, Jasper, like, how long does Jasper stand there for? Yeah. Is it, like, a, Is a it, minute, like, like, he's a vampire. Like, does he even, like, how fast does five minutes go by for a vampire? Is he just, like, oh, shit, how long has it been? It's possible. Wait, how long like, do human women take in the bathroom? I have no idea. I never pay attention at school. Like, let's say as soon as Bella starts running, Alice gets a vision of Bella dying. And then Alice, like, you know, let's say that vision takes like five seconds. And then Alice (laughs) is with Jasper. She's got to walk over to human page. Just to find the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, So she gets there in, let's say, like 30 seconds. Like, that only gives Bella, like, a 35-second head start, but there's no reason to think that Alice knows her way around this airport. Like, knows what happened. Which really makes Bella's, you know, uh, decision to, like, just sprint out of the airport really make sense. Because you're right, she only has, like, tops 30 seconds. Yeah, she can't play it cool. But then, like, do they decide, like, do they wait around for the airplane to come in i do think they, they do because they all show her? up together they all show up together which makes no sense yeah we the talked timeline about doesn't it was a track. stupid plan it was a stupid like, plan alice should have gone after her and the jasper waits for the airplane to come in yeah i can't wait to read i can't it. wait to read it <laughs> okay what else what else do you have on the at lexa lamode whose name is local woman at... yells about twilight an entire 672 pages of Edward crying. Yes. He's going to be so moody. Yeah, he's going to oh be Oh my god. Emo boy. It's gonna We're going to have so much emo. fun making fun of him. I can't it's wait. He's going to be so emo. 
at lovely Lawrence with two E's at the end, inside jokes with Emmett or just the whole Cullen family dynamic. This is one I'm really excited about because I love Emmett. He's my favorite of the Cullens. And when you're reading fan fiction, Emmett is always presented as this like kind of doofy blockhead. Bumbling Um, idiot. Yeah, which is like very fun and enjoyable. (laughs) My mom just sent me uh, a text of my baby self in this giant bonnet and she said radiantly beautiful <laughs> um, he's presented as this like giant blockhead which is like fun to read about but I feel like it doesn't really accurately capture no. Emmett himself no. and so I'm fun he's I'm excited a to see what do you mean like, what do you think I think that is? he's also smart um He's a real person, Olivia. He has layers. Yeah. He's an okay, but he could also onion. be a himbo. He could be a himbo and like, have layers. Yeah, sure. He just like loves Rose and loves chaos and wants everybody to be happy and laughing. It's great. I just and I can't more. wait to read more about like Emmett. I just think he's going to feel more well-rounded and we're going to so. love his himbo self even more. I hope we get some more Cullen time. I mean, I guess that sounds like a given, but I can also imagine a version where it's just like Edward being sad well, and alone and like stalking yeah. Bella the whole time instead of happy Cullen times. I mean, we're supposed to assume that Bella is like BFFs with the whole family, but we get actual no BFF time. So I would not be surprised if we really didn't get that much. Right. If it's the same, like, Edward is BFFs with his family and they get five pages of screen time. Right. We could go back and look at the Midnight Sun that was posted, um, but I'm probably not going to. Yeah. No, thanks. I'll eventually compare it to the final. But yeah, we'll have to. I don't but really yeah, want to reread do, it before it comes out. I do hope that we get some Cullen time because as we've talked about on the pod, you really don't get it. I really want Rosalie to be more of a well-rounded character too. I know. I yeah, mean, I really favorite. don't think she's going to come what? off that way. No, mm. she, she's not because it's going to be from Edward's perspective and Edward just like argues with her all the time and that's it. He sees her <laughs> so shallow and vapid. Yeah. Like, Rosalie's mind didn't have much besides thoughts of herself. And it's like... Does he say that about Rose, too? I think so. It's so terrible. I mean, they've known each other for, like... Somebody could correct me, but whatever. 60 years. Like, that's an entire lifetime. How could you still think somebody was... Right. Shallow and uninteresting. Yeah. And, like... Living with them for 60 years. She loves working on, like, cars and tooling around and tinkering with stuff. So that just, like, doesn't seem to go with her thinking exclusively about her appearance. Right. When would she have time to think about cars if she were thinking exclusively about her appearance? It doesn't make sense. And, like, sorry, she's the only Cullen who thinks complexly about being a vampire and the downsides of being a vampire. Right. Like, shouldn't they bond over that? Edward also is, like, self-loathing about being a vampire. Why don't they bond? I think Rosalie, like, doesn't have the patience to deal with Edward being an e-boy about it. Oh, yeah, that's so true. (laughs) She's like, Um, just get over yourself. I do want to just highlight that one of Stephanie Meyer's quirks is to make her characters more complex, especially girls. She, like, inserts cards. That's just... (laughs) 
Like they're complicated. They like cars. They like cars. They're not like <laughs> other girls. <laughs> <laughs> so but remember, I did try to make myself more complex by learning about cars. I like these books. I yeah. So. Wow. That yeah, is... I hate myself. It's <laughs> Melissa, you should love yourself. I mean, yeah, I do. I just have never particularly liked uh, my Twilight loving self. <laughs> it's well, a journey. Digging into that, yeah. So I also posted this question on Reddit of all places. What? And got so many responses. No. When are you on Reddit? When You're do you on post Reddit? on Reddit? Um, when Midnight Sun is announced, what? Melissa. How Otherwise, never. Listeners, if you couldn't already tell, Maya is the one, like, running this whole podcast. <laughs> In case you didn't know that. I'm baffled that we did not know that you were on Reddit. <laughs> Listeners, the reason I do so much for the podcast is because every time I start any kind of project, I'm like, I need to do... The majority of the work otherwise the other people won't want to be involved Aww. and i want this to happen therefore i should shoulder all responsibility uh, and it's a problem i mean i will Where's say that help? it was needed on my end because i have an <laughs> extreme uh like lack of motivation to explore uh my preteen and teenage self <laughs> in this aspect so <laughs> Uh, I really need these extra pushes a few days ago I texted our group chat like hey guys I understand if your answer to this is no but like just wondering what if we shared the responsibility of (laughs) editing the podcast and Olivia and Melissa were both like totally and I was like oh my god yeah my response was this has obviously always been too much responsibility for one person um so sorry we just like let you do that Maya (laughs) I mean, I will always let someone do more work if they volunteer themselves for that, but I shouldn't put that burden on you, Maya. I like no, you. No, we probably but should have volunteered I put earlier, it but... on myself because I thought you guys wouldn't want to do the podcast otherwise. <laughs> so listeners, you know, the moral of this story is just like, use your words and communicate. <laughs> uh, That's our whole thing with these books too. It's just trying to communicate. You know what? We need to communicate with each other. I'm growing as a person from these books. I'm practicing using my words. Anyway, I posted on Reddit. (laughs) And people responded. So, and you know what? It was great because a lot of people then edited their response to say, I found your podcast and I'm listening to it now. Oh my God, good job. Uh, Thank you, Redditors, for showing up. Welcome, Redditors. Freckled one says more of his history. Of course, the meadow moment. I'm very mm-hmm. excited for the meadow moment, especially mm-hmm. when he like rips a tree out of the ground. Yeah, they're like, kisses. just like blackout. Are there thoughts in his head when he's doing shit like that? I want to know. His family. I love how he described how it felt to touch her. It seems so much more intense for him, mm-hmm. and I think it'll be fun to see what he hears from other people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you, freckled one. I really want to see how. It changes because the first one, the first Midnight Sun that was released, uh, was unedited. So, right, pretty exciting. Not even by her beta reader who leaked it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, this one is from user oop woob noob doo boob. <laughs> Maya just put the camera so close to her face in order to read that. I had to get my eyes really close to the screen. And what's going through his head as he races to find her? Honestly, I just find the way Edward thinks about things so much more interesting than Bella's TBH. Mm. Bella, a lot of the time, like, doesn't really think through stuff that much. No, she doesn't think about it at all. Well, sometimes she does. Like, when she decides and then she never thinks it through again. Exactly. But yeah, in Twilight, it's a lot of just like, and now this. So I'm excited to see Edward think about stuff too. It's true. Edward's going to really agonize over everything. In That's a way why it's that going to be fucking Bella long. absolutely does not do. <laughs> it's 672 pages, which is basically 700 pages. <laughs> and you know they shrunk that down as much as they could. Yeah, they yeah I bet the type is tiny. Because, like, if the type were large, they it, it would be fewer pages. Yeah, they would. They would have the made it tiny smaller. and made it fewer pages. Like yeah. I cannot emphasize the need for publishers to make books as cheaply as possible. Okay, but here's the thing: they know they're gonna sell two hundred million of these, so maybe. Yeah. They, okay. Maybe they'd rather difference. charge us thirty dollars and leave it seven hundred pages. But there's a difference between like you could charge. $30 for like a 400 page book yeah they could or you could choose Easy. charge $30 for a 672 page book You're and right. there's a big difference between those two yep. so I know that they got this book down as much as they could and it's I 672 like they know that they're gonna sell millions of copies of this they should make it so dirt cheap no specs on the cover <laughs> we're all gonna buy it anyway right they should make specs. a totally garbage product. Listeners, here's your publishing jargon for the day. Specs, which must stand for something. I don't specifications. Um, is when you get fancy stuff on the cover, like when it's shiny or it's like embossed and the title is all raised up, or like it all feels that soft. stuff. Or it feels or super soft. Also costs extra money. And we do it to make you buy the book because it looks literally just and cool. pick up the book. We want you to just so pick it up. If we already know that you're going to buy the book, why even bother? Just make it dirt cheap. I mean, yeah. Twilight <laughs> had like no specs. It was just spot UV, or no, it didn't even have spot UV. It had foil. It was foil and gloss, foil? and that's it. On the yeah, title, the, the title I think had foil. Oh, yeah, that's pretty fancy. Okay, yeah, but otherwise it was just gloss, like. There's no embossing. There's no soft touch. There's nothing like that. Listeners were saying, like, oh, like, it's going to sell, so you don't even need specs. But just so you know, that's not how it actually works. If it's, it's going to sell, then they put They're gonna specs They're going to send you it out. Yeah. This is like, oh, we can afford to make this fancy because we're going to sell a lot of them. If your book isn't going to sell, you really want the specs because you're like, but then people will pick it up and it'll sell. And they'll be like, sorry, we're just not expecting it to sell. So we're going to take away all your specs. And you're like, well, now it won't sell. <laughs> it's very frustrating when they take it your is. specs away. It is. Okay. So user LickSimone97 is most excited to see downtime with the rest of the Cullens. Like, what are yeah. Edward's interactions with them like? What do they do together all day? They, they go to do? school. They um, play baseball. What do they do? Yeah, but here's the thing. School is only like, how many hours of school do you go to? Eight? It's not even that many, is it? And then, guess what? They don't sleep. So they must all have like six hobbies. It's true. 
It's sex and baseball. <laughs> Let's see if there's anything else. Uh, user Z95E says, I'm really curious to see if the ending will cut off in the same place or if it might mm. go on a little after prom. I think this is a very interesting idea. I think it'll go a tiny bit past prom. What do you guys think? I hope it does. I hope it does. Maybe we could actually see them happy together. Yeah, that would be great. That'd be nice. I mean, we know that she, you know, had no problems fiddling with the ending of Life and Death. So, like, I definitely think that while she's not going to actually change anything, right, she's still going to sort of play with the timeline of the book and where it ends. Like, that would be dope. I wonder if, like, the energy of the ending is going to be, like, and look at us just happy going off into the future, or if it's going to be Edward, like, this is wrong, but it feels so right. Okay, this this brings me to my biggest question of, do you think she's going to write more from Edward's point of view? I think no. TBH, I hope not. Right. I hope not. But like, I just don't think that I could handle four books of the exact same content just from a different perspective. Except New Moon. I could. I want New Moon from Edward's point of view. Right. Well, that if, would be worth it because he spends so much he's time gone. doing other things. Right, right exactly. But, but Which yeah, brings me to one of the things that I'm looking forward to in Midnight Sun is when he goes up to Denali, which is only ever mentioned in passing, but we have no idea you know, like, we get to see what those relationships are like, what they think he should do, like, how long he spends there. I would love to get a sense of, like, how much contact they have with each other when they aren't right. together. Like, right. do they, like, do they send each up? other mail? Or yeah, do they email each other on their dial-up internet? How long do you think it takes him to run there? Like, is it just, like, well, I might as well just, like, run there and tell them person? <laughs> <laughs> or do they, like, email? Well, I... Stephanie Meyer's, like, vampire speeds are very inconsistent no they make um, sense. yeah sometimes when she's talking about running it's like oh like he could probably run to denali in like an hour but like why do they bother driving yeah yeah, yeah but right. like the way we actually see them running like it's really fast but it doesn't seem that fast right like you wouldn't be able to see them it- you're not gonna break the sound barrier right <laughs> Jeez. And it is funny that they're also obsessed with cars and going fast because they could probably run faster than the car can go. So why bother with a car? Exactly. You know, I really want someone to do like a scientific analysis of how fast they could go. When do they break the sound barrier? <laughs> uh, et cetera. Because also we do know that they don't all go the same speed. Like Edward's the fastest. Right, Edward's the fastest. Right, it's just like, how could you, they can't be going as fast as possible when they're playing baseball, or like, there would be no game. Yeah. Exactly. And yet, it's presented as if they are. User GeekSpreadTooThin says, I think we can all agree that the meadow scene is one of the most anticipated, especially because the draft ended right before, and it has haunted me for years. User (laughs) GeekSpreadTooThin, that has also haunted me. It's so unfair. (laughs) Also, um, this user comments that, like, it'll be interesting to see, like, if Edward is reflecting on his past at all, especially in regards to, like, Mm. the Spanish influenza, Mm -hmm. considering our current situation. Um, They're probably going to want to play that up. Well, this book was finished before COVID really took off. 
Yeah. It but had I wonder like if the marketing will relate to that at all. Yeah, it would be a hard, hard connection to make in an appealing way, but yeah. who knows? Maybe they will. Do, do, do. Uh, Dead Tamagotchi, great username, <laughs> says the meadow scene, of course, and the first night they spend together. I think that means knowing that they're both there. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to bring up, I am sort of scared and also can't wait to see how she handles the scenes where Edward is stalking Bella through her bedroom window. I guess he goes in. Yeah, yeah, we do kind of get that in the stuff that she already put out, but it will be interesting to see if she's decided to change any of it based on feedback that uh, she's received from us. Current um, creepy. (laughs) He digs her heels in so hard on things that Mm -hmm. I feel like she's. Yeah, it's gonna be the same or only like more intense. (laughs) She's gonna be like, listen, make it worse. Their genders have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> if Bella were the vampire, she would also stalk him, okay? <laughs> um, user Z95E also said that we should do an episode digging into the character backstories from the official guide, which is not Ooh, something I've ever read, so that no. actually might be cool. Yeah, I'm not Same. like super up on all of their deets. Yeah, like all the extra stuff that they released mm-hmm. after the Would series. we go into that before or after we finish the whole series? I don't know. Yeah, who's <laughs> to say? And that's basically it from Reddit, unless I miss some, in which that's case, great. apologies, Reddit users. Right in. Fantastic. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to the most in Midnight Sun? Hmm... I'm actually looking forward to most, like, seeing how Stephanie handles, like, the things that we already, like, know about. Like, the things that Bella and Edward are are there for. Um, Like, oh, is she going to keep, like, I don't know, this dialogue the same? And, I don't know, is she going to walk us through, like, what Edward thinks, like, while Bella is saying this thing that we know she says, but, like, now we get, like... I don't know his like he's like oh shit I you know I can't read her mind so how am I gonna interpret this a billion different ways or or things like that um yeah like how closely is it gonna be scene by scene right that's that's what I'm most interested in which was what I was most interested in seeing with life and death was like how closely she kept to the things we already knew about and guess what she disappointed me entirely so um i'm not really holding out too much but that is what i am most interested to read yeah i like far and away am most excited to have edward reading charlie's mind (laughs) (laughs) When when they go to play baseball and Edward picks her up, like, what is Charlie thinking? Does he look out the window and see this ridiculous car and go, like, who is this child is this taking kid? my child away? Like, why is this car so That's so I true. Like, basically, we don't only get Edward's perspective on everything. We get literally everyone else's perspective on everything. That's also why the book has to be so long. Right. That's true. 
it's like here's what this person was thinking here's what this other person was thinking here's what this other person was thinking but this is what they said (laughs) (laughs) oh I can't wait Olivia what are you most excited for um what did I just say I had a good one Mm. (laughs) 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 Mm, I don't know I thought you asked us Well, like I said, seeing the Denali clan and kind of seeing more of that, and like everybody else said, uh, getting more of the Collins as family interaction, for sure. That's okay. Okay. gonna be pretty, like, it's just gonna be so cool. I uh, think it's gonna be, oh. like, when Harry Potter and the Cursed Child came out, and we were like, we get to be with all our friends again. But, yeah, but I hated reading Chris Child. So. And then it wasn't exactly that. Yeah, but the <laughs> point I'm making is like, it's it's the excitement that we felt. True. Yes. Yes. And it's going to be like that. Going back okay. To I, do we and... have like a plan of, you know, the book comes out. Are we going to read it like straight through the night? Like, what are we going to do, guys? Well, Maya I has took... already requested time off. <laughs> yeah, and it got approved. I'm taking August 4th and 5th off. Get um, out. And then I asked my boss for the six off and he like said I could take it. But then a few days later, he sent me an email that he and my other boss are both going to be out those days. And I was like, oh, like, no problem. Like, I'll just take the fourth off. And he was like, no, it's fine. You can like still take those days. But I feel like I'll probably work on the six because like, even though I'm going to want to spend all day talking about Midnight Sun with people, uh, I don't want all that work to pile up you will have to integrate yourself into normal life at some point yes (laughs) unfortunately i don't know i don't know what the plan is um also listeners if you didn't know it speaking of things coming back from our past the new hunger games book is out right now and i'm only part way through it i haven't finished it yet i haven't even started it it's so good you gotta you gotta I know I gotta, but like I'm personally I hate prequels, um, and well, so well, I'm just feeling extra skeptical. Anyways, yeah, just read it. I want to tell people before we go about the time that I met Suzanne Collins. Um, <gasps> she asked to meet me, if you can believe it, what? which maybe you can't. Yeah, um, Melissa, I'll give you more detail later than I will give the listeners at this moment, but. <laughs> He asked to meet me and she came over. She was visiting in our office for some reason and she came over um, and I played it really cool. And it's just like, oh, hi. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you were not cool. I played it really cool. A lot of people told me afterwards that I played it cool. And as soon as she walked away and turned the corner, I like flopped onto my chair and then fell out and like flopped onto the ground. <laughs> I was like I can I bet you say I can picture that completely. Amazing. Um, that's it. Listeners, if you don't have your Midnight Sun plans figured out yet, then there's still time for you to enter our giveaway to win a copy of Midnight Sun from us, which we're doing just because we yeah. want you to get Midnight Sun also so that you can be up and read with us. Cuz we're benevolent. Yeah. yeah. We're um, like if the Volturi were good. <laughs> sure. Oh my god, wait, which one? 
Who's Marcus? Who's uh, I don't even remember. Oh, this is this is a whole thing for next time. I can't wait. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we'll dig into this later in New Moon when Charles will remember we all would be. Okay, so to enter our giveaway, you can rate, review, and subscribe. Um, if you have trouble reviewing or rating our podcast, you can write into us. Uh, we'll help you figure it out. And or you can post about us on social, which like literally our bar is low. Just say that you like us. Yeah. And tag us. And you can just say we exist. Like that's fine. Yeah, yeah. honestly, that'll do it. Um, so you get one entry for each of those things that you do. We are pulling winners on May 31st, 2020. Um, and also as a bonus, we are donating for every entry um to the Quileo tribes. Um they have a current donation drive going on called Move to Higher Ground, which you can check out online too. Um, so help us max out our donations that we're going to give. Um, enter to win a copy. That's it. Uh, your odds are pretty good, TBH, because we've got, like, you know, a healthy amount of entries, but, like, not that many. You have a chance. You so your odds are three somewhere. copies. So yeah, do it. go for it. And if you have an Android, then you might not be able to rate, review, and subscribe. In which case, like, uh, you know, do, like, two social posts and email us. Like, you know, we'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe. We make the rules. So, yeah, we're yeah. not unreasonable. Y'all. As Melissa said, we're benevolent. So, exactly. Yeah. We want you to win. <laughs> we do. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, <laughs> I have to read the credits first. Damn it. I'm so bad at how you're great at starting it though you're really great at starting actually it. every time i ask you how does it start again <laughs> this time i was uh, so proud of myself because i didn't have to ask no you remembered <laughs> listeners as always you can write into us uh questions comments get on the pod we obviously read like every one of our emails um at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com you can follow us at twilight underscore phase on twitter and insta and twilight phase podcast on tumblr disclaimer we own nothing twilight universe and all characters belong only to stephanie meyer please don't sue us audio editing is by meyer marlette cover image by laura Shermer, and our theme music is written and performed by adrian mooring we'll be back next week <laughs> And if you don't like it, you can fight me. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, guys.